0: Straight up, coming at you. Nick I'm the host, Nick. Welcome, my friends, to the show you gotta hear, to the show you gotta love, to the show of shows. And I'm so glad to have you. How good is this show? Oh, it's so good that we don't even need to not talk about anything, but how good the show is. That's all people want to talk about is how good the show is. This show is just me saying the show is great. So get used to it. I'm Nick, I'm the host. Having fun, kind of. Everything's all willy-nilly, topsy-turvy, wild. I thought I'd be doing more episodes since getting into my hot new pad. It is hot right now because if I keep the fans on, you hear them. When I'm recording and I don't want that. But my windows are open. So you might hear a streetcar, a trolley. You might hear a couple honks of horns, of Dodge Ram vehicles. You might hear some walking stragglers demanding each other of cigarettes of each other. You might hear nothing except for my voice. That's fine. Beads of sweat rolling down my filthy forehead. No, it's clean. Although I need to take a shower after this. Sometimes I do an unwashed show podcast show because it represents the real me all in all of my glory and all of my gory glory I think it's been like a week and a half since I didn't uh, since I last spoke to you something like that things have happened things have happened my first ever comedy hero norm mcdonald passed on into the great beyond Guy was sick for 10 years, didn't make it public. Did a lot of work in that time. Interviews. He did a, pod, a thing on Jash. It was like a video podcast. It was amazing. Did a Netflix version of that. Norm Macdonald has a show. Wrote a book. Did some stand-up, even. And uh, all the time he was fighting the big C. The cancer. And then he died. And now... He is being honored by comedians as well as, as getting what happens in the posthumous life right now. Soon as you die, people go, Remember, he did this too. Remember, they did this too. This person was not perfect. They're at peace now, but they were not perfect. I don't know what to say about that. It's all because of social media. You know, even if it were said on, say, a podcast like this, people say, oh, I had this experience. Okay. But when you see it on social media, you see 1,800 people going back and forth, it's, I find it very difficult to know, to be happy about any of it. Even praise is like that. When someone is a beloved figure in the arts, especially comedy, you end up seeing uh, everyone puts the picture they took with them after the club. Everybody talks about this, that. It's great. You know, honor. But so it becomes a lot. I need to stop with the social media stuff. Follow me at the Flans, at Nick Flanagan on Instagram. Nick Flanagan, At Nick Flan Weekly on Twitter, Nick Flanagan Weekly on Instagram. Uh... I need to stop with the social media, though. It's not helping me. I think it's actively working against me at this point. I'm in some sort of opposite algorithm, if you know about the algorithm. The algorithm is when you see someone's stuff a lot. Now, there are people who I'm in their algorithm, and bless them up to, the, up to the, their necks, I appreciate you. You with the faves and the retweets and the likes. But Twitter, I don't even know how that works. I don't know what you're supposed to tweet about. I don't know why people like what they like. Nicki Minaj had a problem on Twitter the other day. She posted something about her cousin's friend having swollen testicles quote because of the vaccine oh in Trinidad because of the vaccine and everybody on Twitter made fun of her because you can't really tell a story to 10 million people about why they maybe shouldn't take a potentially, potentially life saving thing by saying I heard this person I know did this and you know I got a, an email being like don't you know Anti-vax is a slur. I'm still processing why that is. But please know, when I'm complaining about anti-vax and vaccine people, truly the word, or vaccine hesitant, if that's preferable by you, uh, I'm not talking about a layperson, so to speak. I'm not talking about someone who's sharing information on Facebook or whatever has their own thing in their mind, their private cinnamon, citizen, a private synonym, a private cinnamon, cinnamon? That's fine. Do what you do and do it well. But when someone has like 10 million Twitter followers and there's reason not to trust the medical community because, because say you have a lot of black fans and black people traditionally have no reason to trust America in general, but especially systems in America. And you kind of got to be careful. That's all I'm saying. You kind of want to maybe just stay out of it, I would say. You don't have to go be one of these people who go, take the vaccine. I'm not going to be one of those people. I'm just saying don't protest in front of like hospitals. That's the only reason I even have anything to say about this stuff, because I'm staying in my house. And I don't feel like I have control over other people. That is something, I'm not in the program that makes you say that, you know. But I just am aware from experience you really can't control people's behavior, reaction, Things that are outside of your purview. Maybe you can control them if you want to talk to them about something. Like you can try to persuade them of something. But you can't really control it. Which is why I try to be marble-mouthed and flip-floppy here. I don't want you to say, oh, Nick said to try this. All, these are my hard stances. Don't protest in front of hospitals and if you are you have, like, 35 million followers, like, generally don't weigh in on a subject. I mean, I'm I'm kind of being serious there, but maybe don't weigh in on a subject that you know might result in deaths. And, yes, the vaccine. I'm not even going to get into this. I'm done. I'm going to say as Nicki Minaj got teased hard. But I, I can't do it beyond what I'm doing right now. Yeah, you know, she's vain. (laughs) She's a little self-centered, I don't know. She can spit. That's what I think about Nicki Minaj. Most of the time, half the time, I really, a quarter of the time, I'm pretty into what she brings to the table musically. A quarter of the time. And three quarters of the time, If I hear the music, I'll be, and then I heard about this tweet, I'd go, eh, it kind of lines up. But then I hear a song like, uh, I don't know, what's that one? Rich Sex, and I'm like, that's pretty cool. But look at the culture we're handed. It's shit. Sad men. Violence. Stress. Pressure. I mean, social media is just pressure from famous people at this point. And jokes about why a person is bad. And praise for Norm MacDonald, which I guess, in retrospect, I'm glad that there is praise still on this. Oh, how Norm made me laugh. Not a defense of him as a personal individual. Although my brief interactions and memories of that were good. I understand that not everybody's are. To announce it on the day of someone's death? Strange. But I guess a way to get attention on your cause. People on Twitter, though. Remember everybody used to talk about thoughts and prayers? I think Anthony Jeselnik, the comedian, I think his album was called that this joke about how like the term thoughts and prayers is just the most worthless thing in the world the new one the new one and i've been guilty of this is i'm sorry that happened to you that's what they always say on twitter oh i'm so sorry that happened to you which i always kind of interpret as i would not be sorry if that happened to someone else I'm sorry that happened to you. Great, thank you. Someone cares. We're all being trained to let bizarre strangers try and validate us. It used to be. I'd go on Friendster. You know what I used to do? I used to go on rando, like early period hip hip dating sites and I couldn't afford credits. And i try to communicate with uh, cool people, women I thought were cool, in, in my profile description. I went on the dating site for BlindDate.com, the TV show hosted by Roger Lodge. To my international listeners, and how I care for you, I want to say Roger Lodge was the host of a show called Blind Date, and you should look up old episodes because uh, it, it, it's an important bridges a lot of gaps in culture. Kind of was the beginning of that late 90s, early 2000s, hyper-sarcastic, people-are-dumb reality show that eventually led to the surreal life and after the fun was had to celebrity intervention with Dr. Drew. I was on these hip dating sites or I'd make a friend through Friendster or MySpace and we'd talk a bit. But it would be like three people online. Maybe I'd even meet them. I have a couple friends I made online. Twitter? Pshaw. Too many people. You don't know their motives. You don't know where they're coming from. You don't even know if they're real. You might get catfished. But I don't know if I can get off. I don't know. I feel... It's, this, it's like we're all living in the, in the head of a needle. And we're all holding little needles. And we're all stabbing each other with the needles. But for all the people who throw me faves and retweets, you're in my good books. Ben Best, the creator of Eastbound and Down, the co-creator of the show Eastbound and Down on HBO. He also died this week. Just a quick mention of him because Eastbound and Down was so amazing. What a great comedy. One of the last really great comedies. So, shout out to you, Ben Best. Thank you for Eastbound and Down. Good stuff. Thank you for the foot-fist way. And then there's all this other heavy stuff going on. I went to my aunt's internment on Saturday. I got to see my extended family. My late father has like eight brothers and sisters. Quite a few of them, several of them were there. It was nice. It was weird. Then I have other friends going through all kinds of loss. I feel a little lost. But I'm in my new apartment and I've organized the video games. I'm looking at them right now. I think that's going to be an inspirational element of my podcasting uh, from here on out, is I've got a little little shelf of video games. Could be more. There could be some even better ones in the mix. There's some embarrassing ones. But, you know, I have a paintball game. Not sure anyone's going to be that impressed by it. I also think I have, like, a blockbuster resale it's always nice having a little blockbuster box. This Medal of Honor Rising Sun. A video game where you get to relive the attack on Pearl Harbor. As if we don't have enough trauma. In ten years there's going to be a 9-11 video game. There might be already. In fact, I bought a Desert Storm game earlier this week for Xbox. It's like a 20-year-old game about based on Operation Desert Storm. I like to get the odd games. I have a National Rifle Association gun club game. I have a Fight Club video game. Da Vinci Code. I'm all over it. Thank you for. I, I sound mad and grumpy. It's cause I'm hot and sweating. There's a lot of good I got. You know that. Another thing about Norm Macdonald that I'll say, just because I really. Was a fan, am a fan, is that as I have had experience with this somebody going through an illness like cancer, and when it takes 10 years, your mindset is probably going to change, you're also going to physically weaken. and. From what it seemed to me in the last five years, at least, kept on talking about how he just wanted to like project love. So it's like, I don't know. Maybe let that be sort of the final word for a bit. You know, it's too complicated to get into. Yet, here I am getting into it. I didn't even want to. But, like so many comedians, if I don't, if I think a subject is too risky to get into, well, there I am just getting into it. Speaking of comedy, I've got a show. This Monday, September 20th. September 20th. 2021 election night in Canada, a comedy bar, 8 p.m., I believe. If you're in town, buy a ticket. And if you know of any jokes I can make about the election, this is time-sensitive, write me at weeklypodcasts at gmail.com, W-E-A-K-L-Y podcast at gmail.com, because I have 15 minutes to fill, and I'm going to be working on it all weekend. This is only my second show back. But there will be more. And there will be more podcasts, too. What can I joke about the Canadian election? Hey, uh, that one party's really racist, aren't they? They're not much of a party at all. If that party that if that racist party were at my party, I wouldn't let them be at my party. Trudeau, more like true dumb, that's That's one of my classics. Trudeau, more like true dumb, true dat Another classic. Classic shit. I'm thinking if I were mayor, that's going to be my big joke topic. If I were mayor, things would be a little different. give you a sneak preview right now. If I were mayor, eggs, free. Now, maybe I'd be a little specific. Maybe pigeon eggs are free. But everyone gets to eat eggs. And if you're vegan or vegetarian, we'll figure something out. You'll get something free, too. Maybe beans. Free beans! So, free eggs and beans. Police. The test to be a policeman is you need to climb a ladder that is up, up to the top of the CN Tower. Those are the only people that can be police. And the other rule is, if you're gonna commit a crime don't. A felony. Misdemeanor's fine. Unless it's driving related. No reckless driving. Not allowed. Can mayors change laws? I don't think they can, but that would be one of my first rules to change as well as m- mayors can change laws. Basically, my first rule would be okay, the mayor is like a dictator and the city is like a country and you're all invited. Cake for everybody, that's for sure. Everybody gets cake. Wish me luck. Because I'm gonna need it for my big election show. And you can vote in advance. Skip the polls. Vote in advance. Friends, I'm gonna leave this has been a joy. It's always a joy. I hope you enjoyed this joy that I felt putting it out there for you. Good lord, I need to do this more often. But for now, I'm not. But hopefully that changes immediately now that I have a stable home. Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to support me, ko-fi.com slash Flanagan, patreon.com slash Flanagan. Maybe one day I'll add I'll, I'll uh, get a really nice rewards program going, but for now, it's just what's up there and you appreciate my appreciation is my appreciation is infinite for your contribution. I will see you soon. Nick Flanagan.